Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Joe Dice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey is officially out of prison and is now being held in ICE custody in Pennsylvania. Mauricio Umansky from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is currently being sued by the African country Guinea for some shady real estate deals. And Kim Zolciak-Bierman from Don't Be Tardy and formerly Real Housewives of Atlanta opens up how she is opposed to her children getting any sort of plastic surgery. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Hannah Keim. I know, no, you're perfect. It's so annoying. Hannah Keim. She's a New York-based actress and a former tour guide for the Real Housewives of New York bus tour. If it were possible to get a PhD in Bravo Studies, she would have one. You can follow her antics on Instagram at K-I-E-M, like, time. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. So wait, oh we have God. to explain how we met. Yes. So I was at Blue Smoke, which is a restaurant in downtown Manhattan. Yes. Obviously was talking about Bravo with my aunts and uncles. Yes, and I'm a f- creeper. <laughs> And I was your server. <laughs> and I have the eagle ear, and I was, what were you, I don't even know what you were talking Probably about, Dorinda. my own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, are you talking about the housewives? And immediately started myself into your family dinner. Um, but it was worth it, because we were in the middle of the restaurant, like, singing um, Melania's song. I can't wait to grow up. up. I got plans to glow up. <laughs> it's a bop. You guys, it's a bop. Certified bop. I don't care who says. So tell me more about this Real Housewives of New York City bus tour. Okay. So it is for a company that, like, I fully searched in my email if I had signed, like, an NDA because I'm terrified of, like, going to oh, prison so a la Joe du- Judice. Yeah, 41 months. Oh, truly. I don't want to get deported. Um, I couldn't find anything. But I won't. It's for a company that does, like, tours of different, like – TV shows and movies and stuff like that. So back in – when was Bethany – she came back. That was 2016. 2016, mm-hmm. they were premiering this Real Housewives of New York City tour. And they had posted online, like, on Playbill.com, which is where a lot of actors look for job opportunities, like auditions and stuff. And my friend sent it to me and was like, LOL, you should totally apply. Maybe. And I was like, well, no, I'm emailing them now. <laughs> And it was this actually really interesting process because we, like, worked with Bravo. We went to the Bravo offices. And there were, like, you know, it was funny because all three of us who were doing it, like, obviously were fans of the show. But they gave us all these, like, packet breakdowns of, like, different – all the seasons and the characters and, like, which housewife – like, synopses of all the seasons. It and was you're like, oh, we know. It's like, I got it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we would go on these bus tours with, like, fully maybe – it was like a 60-person capacity bus, maybe like 10 people every time I did Aww. it, which was that like all like no, no tea, no shade, like bridge and tunnel, like women yeah. from like New Jersey. And like it was a lot of actually like daughters who like, oh, I got this gift for me and my mom to do together. Oh, I love that. It was really sweet, but they were all like very into it. Oh, oh my God. Except I had this one like group of women from Chicago who we would get off and go to stops like that were housewives relevant. So we like went to this – Jewelry store where Kelly Ben Simone like <laughs> bought a three hundred dollar horse necklace once. What? Like sure. Um, oh, and we would get off at the Russian Tea Room because oh, that's where yeah. the first uh, season reunion was. Would you go to the Brass Monkey where uh, no. Kelly and Bethany had that fight? But like we drove by. Um, it's called the Raven now in Meatpacking, but it used to be called La Gazetta, and like <laughs> that's where you know the fight that um, Luann and um, Alex McCord had. <laughs> you you came down here in oh, your yeah. Herman Munster shoes. The Vuitton. Literally, <laughs> even the Vuitton makes mistakes. Yeah. Like, we drove by it and, like, pointed at it out the window. And they would, like, play clips of, like, to contextualize it. But we went to the Russian tea – no, Russian tea room. Yeah, I think so. And 
I had some women, and then after we would get off, you'd like drink some champagne and get back on the bus. And a group of like five women were like, "Yeah, we're gonna stay and have lunch. We're not having fun." <laughs> I was we're like, "We're not having fun." Okay, sorry, my bad. Oh my god. But yeah, it was a hoot, and we got to like kind of interact with them at press events, Ooh. which was weird. Like I saw jewels at oh. an of like a food related <gasps> event, which was Dark. like very triggering. Like she. <laughs> Oh, Jules. We, we we pray for her. Like, she – I don't know. But, yeah, it was wild. I think the best story about it was we were doing – on the bus, there was, like, a – they wrapped the bus in, like, that season's photo with all the women in their apples just for, like, the first yeah. week. And so, like, all, Ramona and Kelly – or, no, no, no. Ramona and Jules were there, like, taking photos in front of the bus. And so, at one point – like, in the middle of Ninth Avenue, at one point – the head of the tour company was like, you guys, to the tour guides, like, go get in a picture. And Ramona, you know, I stood next to her with my hand, like, hovering over her arm. It was the best day of my life. And then she's like, okay, now just me. And she pushes me out of the oh way. Oh, my God. Like, that sounds, into the street. That sounds really accurate. And my life was complete. <laughs> well, to get to know you a little bit better, I'm going to ask you three questions before we start the show. What is your favorite show on Bravo? Hands down, Housewives of New York. How can you say? Yeah. How can you say anything, anything else? else? You're not my friend. Least You're favorite. <laughs> least favorite show? Any type of million dollar listing. And then Bravo star that you think should come back to a franchise. So my first thought was Jill Zarin, but I, per the previews, like I think she's coming back. I think she definitely is. Not as a housewife, but like she's there in Miami together. I think. Or I something. wonder if she's friends with Barbara. I kind of get the vibe that those two would, like, be girlfriends. I, I could see that. So my second answer was Alex McCord. Ugh. Only because I've been, like, the scholar that I am, um, revisiting <laughs> the season, I don't remember which it was, maybe four or five, where they went to Morocco. Oh. <laughs> and just Alex's performance in that season, there's a scene in another episode where, like, Simon is sees a hypnotist at their apartment. Oh, God. To help him quit smoking, and it is next level. <laughs> It is I Emmy. have to go back and watch you that. really, I recommend. It's incredible. I mean, even just seeing, like, Alex and Simon interact with one another. Remember, like, that whole, like, gay pride parade oh, where, like, yes. his fight with Sonya? He's like, but it was I wanted to speak. speak. Like, are we, like, if you're gay, that's fine. Yeah. I love that for you. But, like, why are you, why are you the person giving the speech at the so pride parade? Why are you so passionate about Yes, about, like, this. marriage equality. Like, <laughs> I'm passionate about marriage equality, but, like, I'm not, I, the speech, it's not about me. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, yeah. Like, you're no Sonia Morgan. Exactly. She's the ally of them all. Right. Except, I think it happened not this week, but last week on New York, where what is with these women and, like, trying to turn, quote-unquote, gay men. Like, every oh, yeah. every gay man Ramona ever interacts with, or Sonia, too, when it's, like, the realtor. It's Ramona's yeah. realtor. And she's oh, like, yeah. are you sure you like men? Like, yes. He's like, I'm married and standing next to my husband. Yeah. He's gay. like it's or or when she like tries to pick up guys at oh, the ugh. It's uncomfortable. It's like you guys, it's okay. Not you don't have to hit on every man. So let's just jump right into news from right. this week. Real Housewives of New Jersey house husband Joe Judice is out of jail. He got out on the fourteenth, which was this past Thursday. He is now in custody in Western Pennsylvania. That is all we have. There's no picture. I, I need, need a to pick. I need to see his like Prison lack God. of bloaty face. Like yes. I I need to see like a slim face, you know. Yeah, like tree, tree went in and she like got into yoga and working yeah. out there. What ha- what's Joe's journey? Imagine if he like comes out and he's like I too am a yogi. Like, you know what? I would be happy <laughs> about that for him. Maybe like Florence needs 
a isn't that where he would be allegedly like deported to Florence? Did I, I don't make know. That up? I think you might have made that up. I may have. <laughs> Italy, I don't know. I'm sure there's a need for yoga studios. He could open one. It could be like a whole thing. I just want to know what's going to happen. Like this is like really killing me and obviously mm-hmm. like Joe Gorga had like his book party this past week, which one Andy Cohen went to, which is crazy to me. The book, yeah, the book. I I was just listening to your previous oh, yeah. episode where you're talking about the ebook. Like, who is buying this book? You, no one needs it. No, no one needs it. But obviously, Teresa was there, right. and Joe was there, and Press was there, mm-hmm. and Joe Gorga basically just said, "Leave Joe DJ alone. Like, he's not like someone for us to just like talk and make fun of. Like, he has like a real life, and he's a." I'm like, well, you put yourself in the public eye, which is, like, opening up to, like, scrutiny. Like, hello. And not only the public eye. Like, it's not like he's an actor who, like, I demand my privacy in this time. Like, you're on a reality show. I know. Although, I will say props to Joe um, Gorga because, I don't know, I feel like, especially at the reunion, both he and Melissa were, like, kind of, like, waffling about, like, They didn't want to say that he deserved it. Yes. They didn't want to say that they thought Teresa should leave him. Yeah. But... Like, good for him for standing up for his brother-in-law. I respect that. I mean, it's probably at this point, like, more for the daughters or be- oh, them yeah. being like, oh, our dad is now in, like, an ice facility. And they're, <laughs> like, a, like teenagers. Like, yeah. The, Gia? Who's yeah, the oldest Gia. one? Gia. She's, She's like, 18. Like, she can't. It's not like they're little kids who, like, they have Instagram. They yeah. know things. Oh, God. It's so sad. I feel so bad for them. But we will keep you guys updated on the news as it comes out because, yeah, we know we're going to be seeing that body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, why is that all I care about? <laughs> so moving on to other house husbands doing shady things. Mauricio Omansky from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, obviously the husband of Kyle Richards. His real estate company, The Agency, is currently being sued by Sweetwater Malibu LLC, who technically owns this mansion that they're being sued over. So a little backstory. A lawsuit was filed this past Wednesday by a man named Todoro Nguima Obiang, which yes, that was you nailed wild. that. I can barely say your name, but I <laughs> nailed that one. So he is uh, Guinea's vice president, and he is claiming that Umansky tricked him into selling his massive Malibu mansion far less for what it was worth. So I guess it's kind of like murky. This dude bought this mansion with stolen funds from. So he used stolen funds to buy this home, and then the Justice Department agreed that in 2014, any proceeds from the sale of this home would be distributed to the U.S. and to Guinea. However, it wasn't like that. Mauricio ended up selling the house to this, for this guy for, I think, $32 million, and then <laughs> the money didn't go back to either country. <laughs> Obviously, Mauricio took his Right, his cut. 6% or whatever. And then a year later, he flips it with the guy who bought the house, whose name happens to also, also be, be Mauricio. Mauricio. I'm like, did Mauricio just, like, get a new last name? And he's like, this right. is all me. He puts, like, one of those, like, the glasses with the nose and the mustache <laughs> yeah. attached. It's like, I'm a different Mauricio. You're thinking of someone else. <laughs> so they end up flipping the house a year later and selling it for $69.9 million. Wow. So that's some fucking fraud. That's I a mean, lot granted, to unpack. Like, how do you flip a house and then make $30 million? Like, what did you add to it? What did you add to a $30 million mansion to make it like, what, $30 more yes. million? What was the state it was in from this? <laughs> now, did 
the guy from Guinea, he, I guess he lived in the house. Yeah, I think so. He Which I'm like, what are you doing in Why Beverly are you Hills? <laughs> go back, go to Guinea and like help your country. You're the vice president. Yeah, like don't you have some some things on your to do list? Like <laughs> he's like, let me buy this house yeah. with stolen funds. Let me it's hang out, easy. have some Vanderpump Rosé. Yeah, <laughs> he's like hanging out at Tom Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, <laughs> I wish with like a CBD cocktail in right? hand. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about this. This was confusing to me because I, especially after, I've always been Team Mauricio. Ooh, me too. And especially after this week's episode where he was like being so sweet. Crying with the daughters, curling oh Kyle's hair. Yeah. That was really husband goals. Husband goals. I was just going to say, yeah, I feel like this is a hard story for me to relate to because I like, I don't know. I rent an apartment for Brooklyn. Like, yeah. sure. 32 million? Yeah, like, that doesn't mean huh? anything to like, me. Like, it's, but still, it sounds. Shady AF. Like, he... <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I hope he's okay. I hope that he doesn't follow the Judice path. But, right? like... I don't know. I don't think he has the capacity to be a criminal because I do believe, like, he puts his family and his children first. Like, right. I think... Like, him and Kyle met when Farrah was, like, six years old. So, yeah. So, even at that, I'm, like, they were dating, and she had a child. Like, mm-hmm. that takes such a strong man. He's a it takes guy. a real man. Yeah. To deal with something like that because no... That's, I, I couldn't be with someone if they, like, were like, I have a kid. Yeah, be, like, by so. the way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that, like, this is his family business, essentially, right? Like, yeah. two of his daughters already work for oh, him. They all are going to be working there. That, oh, yeah. That would be so – I mean, people have dumb, done clearly, like, dumber things, but that would be a really risky move to, like, get involved in, like, foreign – defrauding foreign governments. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't really need that. No. Well, kind of speaking of the Richards family, Kyle this week was uh, <laughs> being confronted by people on Twitter saying that her kids like bought their mm-hmm. way into colleges. So obviously, if anybody is, you have to be not living under a rock. You have to be right. living under a rock to, to not, not know about to this. not know about this. Yeah. But Lori Laughlin and what was the other one? Felicity Huffman, yes. among many others. Yeah. So they were paying insane amount of money to get their kids to cheat their way into really right. good colleges. So people started accusing Kyle of doing that. And she said, a million percent, my eldest Farrah Brick graduate, magna cum laude from USC. So I guess, you know, she's you know, clear in the air. I hate to say that when I first heard, I was like, mm. Which of our housewives? There's gotta right? be some. I'm like, thinking like Rinna, because that didn't one girl her daughter went to allegedly NYU. go to NYU. I mean, listen, and then dropped out a year later. I went to NYU. I went to school with a lot of dumb dums, but still, <laughs> like, you know, or like, um, who was she? Which daughter was she just moving in? I get them all confused with their like long Delilah brown Bell. Hair. No, sorry, uh, Kyle. Uh, oh no, I don't know any of their names. Sophia. They were kept calling Sophia, her Fifi, Fifi Princess, Fifmeister. Yeah, Fifmeister, which, which like kind of like cute. reminded me of like my own family, like yeah. calling me like terrible like, like nicknames, weird like, names. Like, like, like never call me that in public. Yeah, or on TV. It, certainly not. <laughs> yeah. But like GW, like that's that's a really good school. Yeah. That was my dream school, and I didn't get into it. So, and look where you are now, right? We're hosting here. a podcast, talking about Bravo, <laughs> yeah, right. the most important God's work, I would say. I'm trying to think who else would cheat their way into college. Uh, I could see Ramona pitching oh. it to Avery, and Avery being like, "No, she's like, I'm actually smart. I'm not doing that." Yeah, but do you think these kids knew? A lot That's of them didn't my... know, and that was the thing. But that would be thing. so sad, like, to go to a school that you're significantly underqualified for and then proceed to just fail. Right. I, I was actually talking about this with a friend, the idea of, like, imagine if you went to, like, one of these insane schools. Like, you got into Yale or something and you were an idiot. And 
but you didn't know. So how does that affect like your confidence? Like you think that you're like this hot shit. Like that would I think that would be such an interesting like social experiment. Yeah. Like if you really thought that like Oh my god, I got an incredible score on the SAT. <laughs> How would that make you carry Only yourself? 400 points higher than my PSAT. Yeah, exactly. An incredible improvement and I didn't study. I've yeah. never read a book. <laughs> Studied less. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. So staying on the West Coast, Alexis Bellino from The Real Housewives of OC obviously has a new boyfriend. I spoke about this on episode 25 if you guys want more details. So her new boyfriend, Andy, and her are all over Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's pretty infuriating. It's a lot. It's a lot. So obviously on... So on the Super Bowl, they made like their big public appearance. Coming their first post. They're coming out post. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so they made the post and now... His ex-wife, who's technically not his ex-wife mm -hmm. yet, has been <laughs> speaking to Us Weekly via her crisis manager. Well, we need to discuss that term. Okay. This woman, Andrea, the estranged wife of Andy, is not famous. No. You do not need a crisis manager, first and foremost. <laughs> like, I've her, like, you don't need an Olivia Pope-style yeah. <laughs> like, white ensemble-wearing woman right? helping like, you. Right, making statements to Us Weekly. No. So she said, in response to the comments to Mrs. Bellino's very public display of the relationship with my husband, I am feeling forced to make a plea of respect for the children involved. My marriage to Andrew, not mm. Andy, mm, was filled with both happy and challenging times, which led us to marriage counseling. As recently as January, it became quite apparent our marriage was beyond reconciliation with Miss Bellino's Instagram post on Super Bowl Sunday. As a recent divorcee and mother herself, I am sure Miss Bellino meant no harm to myself or the children or subsequent with that. Jesus, this crisis manager is killing me. <laughs> she needs, she is having her own crisis that she needs to manage, clearly. <laughs> so my hope is that all adults involved can be considerate of the children Andrew and I share when talking, when taking it to social media. You know, I think that these housewives, whenever they encounter something that, like, they don't want to talk about, they always bring it back to, we can't talk about the kids. Yeah, exactly. Which, like, I agree. You don't want to, like, screw up your kids by, like, talking about your boyfriend on social media. But, like, let's... I'll be adults, you guys. Also, your kids are screwed up because you're a housewife. And because your husband is Jim Bellino and he yeah, is like... a garbage monster. <laughs> oh, my God. I kind of want Andrea and Alexis both on OC. Yeah. Like, where Why is not? this drama? Because that's – and that's the thing. It's like, right, these – all of these – how all these franchises started with, like, the people who actually knew each other. Like, mm -hmm. they lived in Kodo together. And now it's, like, these random strangers who, like, have to pretend to meet at cocktail parties. Like, wouldn't that be so juicy? <laughs> yeah. Like, actually people who know each other and have beef. And also, like, having any sort of, like, similar parallel storylines. Like, Shannon just recently having gone through her divorce. Right. Like, she will be so... For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year. A chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? 
Just kidding. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. <laughs> this will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off off you guys and you get a deal look at that like psychotic towards mm-hmm. alexis out of her own insecurities yeah i mean look at how she was with emily whose husband was like just kind of an asshole yeah like he she, was a weirdo yeah he was a weird dude who like drank a lot of diet coke like oh great but even that like little snippet of him yelling at uh gina sent shannon into a full season's worth of hysteria like we need this I think we need to. Let's contact her crisis manager and see if we can get her on the show. Right. Honestly, I feel like the crisis manager would be like, actually, can she come on your podcast? And, (gasps) you know, should I? I think. Should I host Andrea? Oh my God. Should you host, like, a mediation between Andrea and Alexis Polino? Like, you guys have to come to the studio. I'll book some time. Downtown Manhattan. (laughs) Make it work. I'll get a lawyer. Accessible by subways. (laughs) You can find it. You guys can both just fly in. Yeah. I'll help you. It's fine. We'll arrange it. You can get on a PJ. God, yeah. Call Randall mm-hmm. and Lala Call for Rand. the page that he Oof. doesn't even own. Ugh. No, ugh. that is a whole other thing. Well, speaking of other tragic figures on Bravo, Kim Zolciak Beerman. Just like it's just like a like a sigh when you say her name. It is a confusion. She was responding. So obviously, Kim Zolciak is the star of Don't Be Tardy and was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I loved her on that show. Don't Be Tardy whatever it has its own merits. it has its place yeah <laughs> we've discussed yeah so her daughter brielle who i believe is 22 shared with hollywood life magazine that she has a desire to redo her entire body via plastic surgery Ugh. she said if i want to redo my whole body which one day i probably will and my whole face and everything it should not affect you it's not your face and quite frankly you don't have to look at it just move on from life Move on from life. (laughs) Move on from life. I don't know how you're so bothered by my appearance. You do you. Girl. She's 22. Like, it's so sad to see. Like, she's already massacred her face, and now she's like, you know what? I'm going to do even more. Yeah. she's what? It's, she is, and this is mean. Wow. It's upsetting to look at. But only because (laughs) it's so just, like, overblown lips. And, like, that's not what your face looks like. You, like, on, yes, I'm. I am admitting it right now, here and now. I watched Don't Be Tardy. I did watch. Sorry, I watched it this week. I watched it this morning. <laughs> I did and watch it this morning at the gym. Yes, and there was like a flashback to when she was like, when she was a little kid, but like earlier in early Real Housewives of Atlanta days, and she was like an adorable little girl. I don't know. It's just her life is very confusing. She is the perfect example of like what reality is creating because like. Mm-hmm. She didn't go to college. Not that obviously you have to go to college to make something amazing of yourself. But, like, she – her living, how she's paying for her – how she wants to pay for her $6,500 apartment in Atlanta is, like, Instagram sponsorships and stuff. Like, so she's all wrapped up in this weird world that, like, isn't real. Well, she doesn't understand that, like, that's fleeting. And, like, 
she's saying now she's like i could die tomorrow with all this money in my bank account it's like yeah however you know there's a good chance you won't you die tomorrow won't. yeah and so you know when you're 50 years old and you spent all your money on rent and surgeries insane and plastic surgeries all... and you don't have any like hard life skills yeah you what know, are you gonna do you're gonna do porn yeah <laughs> honestly <laughs> You're gonna do, porn. you know, like what do you do? Like Clocking after a certain point, like there's right. just nothing. You know, she doesn't have any skills, and it's really bad. She's cracking up. She, over there. I mean, she doesn't have skills. She doesn't have. I'm trying to think if there's like yeah, if we saw her try to ever do anything. If she could do anything, maybe. Well, she, you know, she tried to do like her e news thing, and it's like, oh, okay, you can't just yeah. one day up and say like I'm, I'm a, a host. News, yep, I'm a newscaster now. Like those people, there are like programs for that, and you know, journalism degrees. <laughs> No. Nonsense like that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. It's not just like standing and like looking pretty. It's right. like, no, you also have to like read a prompter. Read a prompter. Like, well, imagine okay, that. Okay, well, backtrack. You have to re- be able to read. Yeah. <laughs> and then read the prompter. And reading a prompter is hard. It's so hard. I've had to like see it at work and be, I'm like, very stressful. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, moving like, so fast. Yeah, but then also yeah. not look like you're reading. Yeah. Like, have a nice face on. Yeah, no. No, it's Brielle. impossible. Brielle. And I feel bad for her because this is obviously leaking into Ariana, the youngest daughter. Yes, yes. There, there was an episode. No, Kaya's the youngest. Well, well yes. Well, <laughs> hopefully sh- they will be off TV by the time Kaya is, like, sentient. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, there was an episode the, where she went to the prom and she was crying. Like, that was really That really rang very true. Like, saying, like, you don't understand. You've been skinny your whole life. Like, first of all, she's beautiful. She has, like, a beautiful body. She's, you know... I wouldn't like a normal woman. A normal woman. Yeah. A skinny normal woman. Exactly. Like if I saw her on the street, I would be like, gorgeous, yes. Maybe maybe too much filler. But like, yeah, how she was crying and like it's just yeah, it's it's all it all seeps in. It all starts with Kim and those boobs. Yeah. So Kim ended up saying, I tell my kids after you have kids and all that stuff, you deserve that and you do it for yourself to whatever make you happy. She did say she had a breast lift after she had her six kids, and she had to fix a hernia. So I said, you might as well just make everything perfect. Either I tell her to go figure it out on her own, or I take her to the best place, and that's what I did. So I'm pretty oh. sure Brielle has had a boob job. Yeah. And so- I I mean, I don't really know. I'm not up on the plastic surgery, like, innovations these days. <laughs> but, like, do people still get, like, ribs removed? Is that a thing? Because her waist is – maybe they yeah. maybe they do that, like, Kardashian yeah. waist um, trainer oh, thing. Which those make me so upset. No. It's like – You're smushing your organs. <laughs> like, can you eat? Like, what do you uh, – No. I guess that's the point. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm new to all of this, yeah. like, not eating thing. I'm just trying. I've tried it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work for it me. It lasts, like, six hours, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I need lunch. I, I'm right now thinking about what I'm going to eat for dinner. Yeah, same. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I, yeah, I kind of want – I hope Kim sees, like, her own doing in this. Like, mm. people don't develop these types of, like, severe insecurities right. based on nothing. Like, seeing your mother, like, only valuing, like, how she looks and then also, like, violently denying it in every right. single place that she didn't get any of this stuff done. It's like, yeah, but that's a lie. Like, Right. It's all contour. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I got a good makeup artist. It's no, like, girl. Okay. You know. Right. I think there is something to be said for, like, if you have – a really like deep seated insecurity about something about your body and you want to change it like more power to you go for it but yeah that it's like that kind of ca- caginess about it of like no i don't what do you mean no. this this nose no i've had this nose the whole time <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
my god, she's pretty delusional, and I think that's obviously what that's, makes her great on Bravo. That's why we love her. <laughs> that's why she can never leave Bravo. That's why she will never leave Bravo. Yeah, no. Well, I, I think in five years, she's straight to oxygen. Oof. That's Are like we? mean. That's mean. That's the meanest thing that's, I've said That's on horrible. Yeah, show. wow. Yeah. The truth hurts. (laughs) The truth hurts. Maybe she'll join like Love and Hip Hop or something. Like Brielle. Like she'll marry a basketball player or something. I can see that part. Honestly, that's a best case scenario. Well, I think like at one point I remember like rumors were saying she was going to join like Vanderpump Rules. Oh. Which that would be tragic. Even though like seeing Katie be Katie with her. Like Katie Katie just Katieing. Yeah, Katieing all over her. I mean, it would make for good drama, but it would be. (laughs) We. This is something I could go into a whole diatribe about, but when they, like, pretend to work at Sir, oh, it's, like, the, my least favorite thing in the world. And – but I would love to watch Brielle pretend to take a table at Sir. That would be funny. <laughs> well, we'd be doing more pump talk <laughs> towards the end of Yows. the show. But moving on to kind of sad news, Ashley Darby from the Rojas of Potomac oh. opened up about her childhood sexual abuse. So she hosted a sacral chakra chat. Which okay, I don't know what I don't that. Know what that means. I don't know what that is, I and like know. I googled it, couldn't find it. So she hosted one. I think maybe <laughs> she made up that term. Yeah, I mean it's Ashley. Yeah. So in this chat, she was saying that she was sexually abused for a number of years between the ages of five and seven. She obviously dealt with shame and guilt, even though you know it wasn't her fault. Right. She never told her mother, and she believes now that she didn't really understand how this could affect her later in life until she began her yoga journey and her mindfulness journey. So she said, I thought that there was something that I had done or said that made this person want to sexually violate me for how long that he did. I felt that was the reason I was experiencing this. I invited this man to touch me the way he did. It's Ugh. really, really devastating. So sad. She, she has always felt... This is going to sound dramatic. Like a tragic figure to me. Mm-hmm. I, it's just like, you know, and it's it's so sad to know that, like, she was suffering through all of these things while being on a TV show. Yeah. Like, you know, that can't – and, like, you know, she talks about how it affected her marriage and her relationship and obviously because that's such, like, inner turmoil. And it's just sad that, like, she had to go through that. I know. And I think definitely now that she is – pregnant with michael's child it's probably a different way of looking at the entire situation where it's like you know obviously it's hard to it's hard to have a child in the first place Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. having a child when you've experienced really bad things as a child like you can kind of see like similarities i guess and they actually brought this up in the michael jackson documentary Mm -hmm. which we talked about last week a little bit but he was one of the men who was abused by michael was saying like when my son is going to turn seven years mm-hmm. old, like, how do I look at this little boy with the same eyes right. when I know what was happening to me, you know? So I think, you know, being pregnant and having that experience is probably opening up her eyes to being, like, a little bit more emotionally available to, like, accept the, these kinds of right. things. Right, and really, because that's the type of thing, especially when you're that young, you don't know how to process anything. Yeah. Just, like, you bury it so deep down, and it, it I agree, it seems like having a kid is giving her the opportunity to, like, revisit it and heal in a way that's actually, like, has staying power. Well, we talked about it back on, I think it was episode 28, that her former co-star, Katie Ross, she was on season one of Potomac, and now I think is coming back. She was, like, the tall African-American Jewish model. Oh, yeah, and she was, like, had, she wasn't married. She had, like, a fiancé. She had that guy who I'm pretty sure was gay. 
Like uh-huh. he gave me mm-hmm. like, and he like mm-hmm. didn't. Oh be yeah, near and her. she was like a quote unquote socialite. Yes, yes. So oh, yes, 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 yes. She has recently opened up that she was like sexually abused and emotionally abused by her ex husband, right. but she was posting all of this crazy shit on Instagram, and mm-hmm. it was actually like more of a cry for help than right. I think like Ashley being like, "This is what happened to me, and I'm I'm open to share, and mm-hmm. I want to hear other people's experiences, whatever." So it's interesting that now she's trying to, now she's opening up about this right. and using her platform for good in a way. Yeah. Oh, such a bummer, but. Season four of Potomac is slated to come back sometime soon. I don't know when. I haven't seen anything about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, like, trailers or anything. Uh, so, what was your favorite moment from Bravo this week? All right, so speaking of our friends at Sir, Sexy Unique Restaurant Restaurant, <laughs> um, it was a small thing, but they all just really get me. And it was when uh, Carter and Kristen were on their anniversary date at the, like, weird it seemed to be about 5 p.m in the afternoon it was they like were a hotel restaurant. in a hotel restaurant that i was like is this like a marriott what's going on <laughs> he sits down first of all his face i hate it but it's dirty john it's, he's like the oh pre-dirty God, yes. john yes not paying for anything no, no not paying job. rent what does he do that beard but he sits down and his i wrote it down because i really needed to remember the exact order <laughs> in which he ordered the beverages and he sits down. First of all, may, it's like a weird um, chivalry thing that I don't get and bothers me when a man orders for a woman. I can order my own drink. But anyway. Also, like, I might do a game time decision change. Yeah. Like, I might if, change. Like, you don't know exactly. Like, what I want. I'm entitled to change my mind. But so he sits down and he goes, first he orders for Kristen a Tito's Dirty Martini. Then for himself, he orders Hendrix up. And then he goes, do you have an Italian Pinot? I'll have a Sauvignon Blanc for the lady. <laughs> and it was just so, like, how much are you drinking at this dinner at so 5 p.m.? So then they were showing that they were pouring the a red wine, wine themselves. And then, like, every other scene, yeah, they would be. a full glass yeah. of Savvy B. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no wonder they have such a shitty relationship because they're blacked out all the time. Yeah, and you can't have any sort of, like, reconciliation no. or, like, any type of, like, you can't, like, have a fight and get over it when you're both annihilated drunk. Yeah, if you don't remember the fight. Well, Kristen's always had, obviously, like, an interesting yeah. relationship with alcohol, uh-huh. and I think we saw it at the vineyard. In Solvang. In Solvang. In Solvang. That was kind of dark to see, and, like, when, you know, when everybody is that drunk, it's one thing. Right. When, when one person you. is significantly drunker, and obviously, I think there's definitely, like, substances going Sh- around. Absolutely. Whether it's Adderall or Coke, mm-hmm. like, whatever you want to dream about. Like, mm-hmm. They There's, do it. The, yeah, It's about it. the pasta. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> Always. But uh, it seemed like that would have been a moment where, like, she might have thought, like, oh, like, maybe I shouldn't get, at, like, that out of control. Drunk. Right. And then the next morning be, like, yeah, pouring, like, a buttery Chardonnay. Like, <laughs> yeah, like 10 a.m. Yeah, slinging them back. I'm yeah. like, girl, like, how are you not even... I don't like know. Like, dehydrated and tired. Right. I guess hair of the dog. And that is that's a, real a real thing, thing. for alcoholics. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> but, yeah, I just – that delighted me. I laughed out loud alone in my home <laughs> at him ordering all those drinks. Yeah, I I think they are over. It's I think done. it's a matter of time. Yeah, she was on – well, she was on Watch What Happens Live maybe, like, a um, couple weeks ago. And Andy straight up asked her, like, are you still with Carter? And she was like, um – because that's the weird thing, too, that – I think that is interesting, kind of like peeking behind the curtain where, like, they all do press about the show, but you're not allowed to say, like, they're not allowed to say certain things. Yeah. But you can't come out and be like, well, the producers told me I can't talk about it yet. Mm-hmm. So she was sort of like, um, you know, we're on our journey, and, like, she didn't 
she didn't say they were broken up, but like they're broken up. Yeah. I mean, what does she see in him? She's like, he's hot, know. and I don't want to be alone. Exa- it's like, and oh. that was so sad. Like, if I'm gonna marry someone, it's gonna be Carter. She said. Like, oh, you God. can do. You can find someone. Someone like someone any, will literally be with anyone you. else. You'll find someone. Yeah. <laughs> but my favorite Oof. moment from this week on Bravo was the mermaid scene from the Real Housewives of New Absolutely. York City. Oh my! Ramona walking, walking down, down the backing step. down her own beep, stairs, beep, beep. being like, <laughs> "I'm coming." How do I? What like talking oh, to herself? And all of the girls already being downstairs, taking their like selfies, a photo shoot. Sonia's like. This is gonna go viral. Oh, Sonia, like, do you oh even God. know what the word viral means? No, only in terms of like an infection. Yes. <laughs> like, Something you need antibiotics yeah. for. Yeah, I mean, way to go, Dorinda, with that am- clutch Amazon purchase. Oh my God. They were like, if we're just gonna hang around the house, why not make it put, fun? Put some costumes on. <laughs> Those were insane. And then, oh my God, it just is so good. And then they're like, I think Sonia said that Tinsley was going to talk about it for the next few weeks and how she was so insecure Aww. about how she looked. Yes, which like, like you're literally a size pot zero. calling the kettle black. Also, right? like Sonia, all you can talk about is yourself. Right? Yes, it's those outfits. I kind of need one. I, I know, right? That's going to be my Halloween outfit. Like, no one's going to understand. I'm like, no, I'm not a mermaid. I'm, I'm a, Ramona I'm, as yes, a mermaid. I'm Dorinda as an Amazon mermaid. <laughs> But as I was watching, like, Ramona, like, walk on, like, the stones to get to the pool, Oof. I was so – I'm like, she cannot get a hip replacement. No. Like, she cannot fall. Like, no, if she topples she can't be over. out of commission. Yeah. Right? We need her on the show. <laughs> Even though last year she was in that wheelchair in Cartagena. She didn't let that stop her. Honestly, she was like, I'm wearing my wedges, and your bitches are going to pull <laughs> You're going to push, push, me, push around. me around. And you know what? Through the cobblestone streets. A lot of other housewives would have been, like, crazy insecure about that. And oh, Yeah would have made it into such a big thing she was like oh i'm going on the cash trip yes and you guys are gonna push me <laughs> exactly like, and i'm gonna poop on the floor yeah. at the end of the whole Shamelessly. thing at the end yeah. of it all well speaking of actually real housewives of new york any of my listeners probably have been hearing me show this every wednesday for the month of march so there are two more wednesdays there is a viewing party at professor tom's i'm hosting it there's games so much booze a shot ski, which is pretty ridiculous. Like, taking – I'm, like, not a big shot girl. I've always wanted to do a shot ski. Oh, my God. Well, come on Wednesday. I have to. I have so to So check there. out the link in my Instagram, Bravo Happy Hour, and you can get all the info there. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. This was a blast. Where can people find you, follow you? Find me. Find me on the Instagram. I love to do, like, a direct address. 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 (laughs) I'm drunk. No, I'm not. Um, Direct address Instagram story. I'm that bitch that, like, talks to my phone on the street. Oh, you're that girl? Yeah, I'm in that girl. And I'm not sorry about it. Um, I mean. (laughs) My handle is at Kime Like Time, like you said at the beginning. It's pronounced Kime. It rhymes with time. So (laughs) K-I-E-M, like time. Um, you can also find my website, Hanakaim, H-A-N-N-A-H-K-I-E-M.com, if you're, like, down for some musical theater. Love. Clowning. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so thank much for you. listening. And we will be back on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.